Australian clubs yeah. at this stage uh, did like, as well as they could possibly do given mm. the circumstances. One of them did sit, exceed expectations, though. Yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later yeah. on. Yeah, but because so the Asian Champions League Australian teams mm -hmm. uh, were Sydney FC, Melbourne Victory, and Perth Glory. Mm -hmm. So Melbourne Victory has didn't have too many off-season changes yep. uh, with, with players leaving their squad. Mm. Same with Sydney FC, but that wasn't the case for Perth Glory because yeah. all their good players left. <laughs> and we basically had an NPL team competing in the yeah, Asian so, Champions League. <clears throat> um, and we didn't have Andy Keogh because mm. the AFC said he has to be uh, a citizen of Australia, but a citizen of the host nation for at least five seasons before you can be eligible to play. So, yeah, so that just uh, basically ruined our chances from the word go. The Glory, the Glory youngsters, uh, mm. those uh, who they signed and took there from the NPL side and the academy side, uh, they did all right, for, mm. given the, the opposition that they were playing against. And Daniel Steins is back mm. after. <laughs> Daniel's if you haven't seen it, uh, watch uh, the the match where they played. Uh, who was it? Wilson. Uh, Wilson. Uh, yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Um, Daniel Steins' goal was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his first goal for the club in the senior team. Um, so happy that he's back. And Bruno's back on the scoring sheets. He mm. scored his first goal in the Champions League. Mm. Um, yeah, so Glory didn't play too badly in uh, their matches. Yeah. And the definite um, downside was, was that they didn't have a proper team, of course. And of course, the usual thing about uh, Australian sides having to think, compete against kind of like teams that are playing with a much higher salary cap. And yep the Chinese teams who don't have a salary cap. Yeah, exactly. Although they're, they're introducing a salary cap next season, the Chinese Yes, because of the results uh, from the Chinese teams uh, mm -hmm. were kind of subpar, mm -hmm. given that they were playing against teams that 
of teams in leagues that had a sal somewhat of a salary cap, mm. and especially the most limiting salary cap in what in professional football, yeah, in Australian. But um, yeah, so it's interesting how more more leagues are introducing salary caps. Like I think La Liga are introducing. Oh, more. okay, that'd be interesting to see how they do it. Still like two hundred million salary cap. Or yeah, apparently, apparently China's uh, uh, salary cap, which is being talked about, mm -hmm. is going to be one hundred and twenty-three million. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> not really any <laughs> difference. Can we have that in the A league? Yeah. Uh, and then the Glory only managed one to come away with one draw out of the. Champions League, mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of disappointing because they were leading 2-0 against Shanghai Shenhua, mm -hmm. and then Shanghai just quickly scored three goals and then had a glory, got a lucky penalty in the last five minutes of that game, yeah. and that got them their draw, and only point of the, the whole Champions League. Yeah. And apparently, a couple of nights ago when they were playing uh, Ange Postacoglu's team, Yokohama F Marinos, uh, they, they lost 1-0, but apparently there were shouts for a penalty that wasn't yeah. awarded by VAR. So, um, of course, they're not playing with VAR until the quarters, I think, in the Champions mm -hmm. League. But, so, they, I think they, everyone's saying that Glory got robbed of a second point in the Champions League. But moving on to Sydney, mm -hmm. so Sydney didn't fare much. But it was irrelevant. I think and yeah. the other team, put, uh, Shanghai, put their B team. Yeah, because Shanghai, oh, they got one win and one draw. So yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Sorry about that, Sydney fans. You got uh, you beat Shanghai SIPG four mm. nil. Uh, sorry about that, Cove fans, with your lane chance. Oh, oh, you don't want to get them started up. <laughs> Um, now, and finally, moving on to Melbourne Victory. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're so oh, proud of them. Yeah. They came, they managed to progress out of the group stage with two wins. Mm. Uh, so the, their first win was against Shanghai United. Mm -hmm. uh, and then their second win was oh, a hard fought win <laughs> uh, yeah. against, oh, who was it? It was, was it? FC Seoul. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's a decent opposition Korean league. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, no disrespect to the Thai league, but it's, yeah, the Korean league's a step up. Yeah, it's a definite step up mm. from the Thai league. I think it goes Thai league, A league, Korean league, yeah. Chinese league, J league. <laughs> on top. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, mm. So we're very proud of. Melbourne victory, yep. even though we don't like their <laughs> antics in the A-League. It's certainly time we're going to be supporting them tomorrow. Because they're their only hope for improving our mm. rankings in a Asia because we want as many uh, Champions League spots as possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fingers crossed. Like, And I mean, knockout football, you know, all we have to do is grind it out and go to penalties and win on penalties. Mm. So. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, and so Melbourne Victory will be playing the round of 16 match mm. tomorrow night against Ulsan Hyundai. Yeah. And that is available 
on Fox Sports mm -hmm. and KO yep. at 10 o'clock Australian Western Standard Time. Sorry, Melbourne fans, Melbourne Victory fans in Melbourne, you'll have to stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. uh, to watch the match. But that if, worth it. If, you, if you want to support the team, just do that. Yeah. Next talking topic is the A-League independence. So mm. the clubs, all of the clubs and the FFA uh, have decided to uh, make independence like the club, like the, the competition separate from the FFA. Yep. And because that's been talked about for like, for years. Yeah, for yeah. years. And so hopefully now with that, it means that hopefully the clubs can actually dictate their marketing and promotion mm. strategies as well as sponsorship and yeah and, and like get, other, yeah get hopefully become profitable yeah whereas with the FFA under that model or when they were being governed by them mm. they had to basically run at a loss because uh, for whatever reason there's a whole other video on it in the earlier ones where I discuss the issues yeah. and it's very like franchise oriented they mm -hmm. don't really care about you know promotion and relegation I think the current model yeah so the, hopefully yeah the, the main thing was with this model mm -hmm. with the, uh, the clubs actually uh, separating from the, the governing body FFA mm -hmm. was that they were hoping that at one stage uh, later down the track um, they would be the FFA would be able to introduce the, the second division yeah and hopefully like further down the track uh, promotion relegation yeah. and like aligning the football pyramid mm. so if all uh, football is played around about the same time mm. but we'll get to that later yeah <coughs> sure. in, in other videos mm -hmm. uh, so that the split is set to happen like later this month I mm. think like shortly before the new season kicks off which is the 27th of December yep. hopefully you'll be down there and with your memberships cheering on each and every one of your teams so or else <laughs> with the current restrictions in place most clubs are only allowing a certain amount of a certain percentage of their mm -hmm. uh, venues to like the stadiums to be filled mm -hmm. so and that's usually going like, it's going to be like full of members and mm -hmm. very few general admins so please uh, support your club get a membership so you can get a guaranteed a seat at, yeah. at the home games if you're going to watch at the grounds mm -hmm. uh, but otherwise you're welcome to watch on Foxtel, KO, yeah. however you want or even on the My Football app, yeah, with all those Telstra uh, subscribers or Telstra phone plans. Mm -hmm. FFA have decided in their infinite wisdom to rename themselves Football Australia. So going from Football Federation Australia just to Football Australia. Oh my god, they took out that le extra letter. I know, they took out the Federation. I don't know what's going to happen. FA Cup. Well, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But I think that too, um, I think they're going to rename the FFA Cup to 
something else rather than like to the Australia Cup because mm. that was the original cup tournament in Australia like in the NSL days. Yeah. And like the FFA have said, yeah, we're going we're wanting to rename uh, and they asked fans for what they would like to re be renamed. Uh -huh. And he, like heaps of people, uh, heaps of football fans have been saying the Australia Cup. So True. just to uh, bridge that gap between the old NSL and the A-League now. So yeah. who knows? Will the FFA, well, will Football Australia, sorry, listen to the fans now? Who knows? Need some more time. That's pretty much it. Uh, okay. So, well, and another uh, revamp, like FA Cup or mm. Australia Cup, as we're calling it at this stage, yeah. uh, is that the winner could get uh, a Champions League playoff spot mm. uh, for the 2022 Asian Champions League yeah. and uh, the, set, the finals and semi-finals are going to be on standalone weekends mm. Mm. and yeah that will work out well yeah 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 and they're still toying with the idea of having the final in a neutral venue or mm. like having it based in a, a home and away leg because I think they've said that at this stage they're wanting to have it in a a neutral venue, mm. but the fans are saying no. Yeah, it's it's tough because if they want to follow the the FA Cup in England model, they they obviously have it at Wembley, but then it's, I feel like Australia is just too big. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and because yeah, so like uh, with that, yeah, most of like in in the FA Cup in England, mm. like fans like flop to Wembley to mm. actually watch that game. Whereas yeah. if they held it some like at a neutral venue mm. or at one particular venue mm. uh, in Australia, because of the the, 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 the massive distance and mm. the lack of uh, popularity in, mm. of the sport in Australia, it, it won't be as highly subscribed to unless you get sit or like, fans from the, the state that come mm. down to watch that game yeah, exactly. for that particular city. Mm. That's something that the FF, well, Football Australia sh should be looking into, like just not having it as a, uh, in a neutral venue, mm. or rather than like in a home and away yeah. final. Because okay. that way they get more money, because mm. at this stage, Without the FF, well, without the A League and the W League, they're pretty much not getting any money. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that's one way to minimize that. Mm. Exactly. And also, it gives the opportunity for like other like uh, the fans of both teams to get do their own promotion and build up to the game. Yeah, like they can have it. Yeah, they can have it, like. So like the days leading up, saying, "Hey, come down and watch us," and like just promote the like the games, like the match, like crazy, mm -hmm. wherever they are. And so hopefully, that will also be something that the FA go through. Yeah, and, and I remember Tony Sage was saying he was definitely in favour of um, a two-game uh, mm. home and away leg. Yeah, and yeah. like have of course the home and away leg. 
uh, thing would have uh, the away side uh, with uh, away goals meaning more. So like the away, if the away side scored a goal, yeah. that goal would be worth more. Like because it's tougher for an away side to come to another the other team's home ground and score a goal. Yeah, sure. not if they're the, not if they're playing against Glory though. <laughs> Glory have a history with letting goals in. Leaky defence. Yeah. One final thing: the Newcastle Jets. Mm. The, the new owners are supposed to like be announced imminently like, mm. in the next couple of days. Excellent. That's what uh, reports have said from uh, the Wanderer CEO, who's like heading like up the whole. Independent, like A League clubs, independence thing, mm. and so he's talked about that as well. Yeah, like more the more foreign investment, the better. Mm. Yeah. It makes the yeah. the league more marketable mm. globally. Yeah. Hopefully, with that foreign investment, they can actually mm. uh, put roots down into the uh, the community and get some programs running uh, up and running for sure. Uh, same with um, Brisbane Raw chief executive, or something like the, like some higher up in Brisbane Raw is Chris Fong. Mm. Um, he's wanting to purchase the, the club off the Backrees Group, which bought the bought the club in two thousand and eleven. Right. Um, so hopefully that sale can go through to him as well, mm. and hopefully he will be able to make the club more profitable and help them um, the powerhouse that they once were Excellent. and also now they're playing all their home matches at least for this season out of Dolphin Stadium in Redcliffe mm. so that's a much smaller ground than the cavernous Suncorp yeah. and hopefully the atmosphere there will definitely be much more amplified because like, it's I think it's got about 12,000 uh, capacity whereas mm. uh, Suncorp had like much more like and most of the time the stadiums were like only half like not even half full mm. yeah. so yeah. thanks for watching this video guys we are your hosts john and michael mm -hmm. please like share and subscribe to our youtube channel comment in the in the space below mm -hmm. and follow us on facebook and instagram thanks guys for watching mm -hmm. until next time